This is the Arts and Fishers Podcast. I'm Larry Lannon. Sometimes watching a film or television series is less entertaining and more anger-provoking. Well, in this case, after watching all six installments of the Netflix series Painkiller, I am angry. Very angry. Why? Because there are few families in America untouched by the horrible scourge of addiction. There are, of course, many drugs of choice when one enters into the world of the disease we call addiction. My family has experienced a loved one suffering from addiction, and it is a horrible situation for both the addict and everyone close to that person. Painkiller zeroes in on the Sackler family, owners of Purdue Pharma, but shines the biggest light on the company's president, Richard Sackler. Now, let's just say he comes off as a strange person, but a master of creating a marketing juggernaut that sold so many physicians on OxyContin as a safe pain relief medication. It tells the story of how Purdue was able to convince a recalcitrant FDA bureaucrat to allow OxyContin to be put on the market even though there were clear red flags on the addictive elements of that drug. The series also tells the story of a small businessman who injures himself on the job, was prescribed OxyContin to deal with the pain, and struggles with the addiction that followed. Another storyline involves a young woman lured into the Purdue sales world with big money and a party atmosphere. Once she begins to see the addiction created by the drug she is selling, second thoughts about her chosen career begin to appear. Matthew Broderick has come a long way from his time as Ferris Bueller. The makeup job is too obvious, but he portrays the corporate executive that you love to hate. He knows that OxyContin is doing to those what it's doing to those taking it, But once the large profits start rolling in, he's addicted to that and uses public relations to blame the people being addicted to OxyContin, not his company. A deal with the Justice Department requires $6 billion to be paid by the Sacklers, and the corporation, Purdue, ended up in bankruptcy. The deal also says the Sacklers cannot be subject to more civil litigation. However, since that Netflix series was put to bed, the United States Supreme Court says it will take up the case of the Sacklers being let off the hook for further civil exposure under the law. Well, time will tell what happens with that. Richard Sackler is haunted in this series by a family ghost and constantly hears smoke alarms going off in his palatial home. Maybe a way of saying Dr. Sackler always says he never gives in, but may also be haunted by what he and his company have brought with OxyContin. There are six episodes in this docudrama, and each episode begins with a disclaimer, saying this is a true story, which is fictionalized in part for dramatic purposes. But it wasn't just a graphic on the screen. In each episode, it is told by a family member that lost someone to OxyContin addiction. 
a different person for all six episodes. A clever move by director Peter Berg. Uzo Aduba, showing her amazing acting skills, does a masterful job playing the role of Edie Flowers, a U.S. attorney office investigator, gung-ho to go after Purdue and the Sacklers, only to find disappointment at the end of the line. I give Painkiller a C-plus grade. Good storytelling, flawed script. Despite some great acting talent, this falls short of a great series, but on balance, I say watch it, even though many will finish the series feeling as I did, mad as hell. This is the Arts and Fishers Podcast. I'm Larry Lannon. Thanks for listening.